0: You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 108. Today, I'm hanging out with the vivacious, the spunky, the hilarious Lauren Handel Zander. She is the creator of the Handel Method, which is something that we're going to talk about today that could totally transform your life and your business. She had me laughing until I cried and really inspired me to dig in and do some of the hard work in our lives that we would rather avoid. And so today. Today's episode is going to totally open your eyes. It's going to keep you laughing and it's going to shock you at points, which I kind of love. So let's dive on into today's show. Are you guys ready? You're listening to the goal digger podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop style business podcast for creative girl bosses. So you can train from the experts, how to dig in, do the work and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host, photographer, educator, artist, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Guess what? I know you. You want to know something I know about you? You're not a huge fan of sponsors and ads on your favorite shows. You probably hit that little button to skip through them so that you can just get to the point of the episode. Trust me. I get it. That's why I'm doing something a little outlandish, and I am dropping all of our sponsors for the Gold Digger podcast. Call me radical, call me crazy, but I set out to make a show that was filled with the free education our industries were lacking, and I am jumping right back into alignment with that vision. So this show is brought to you by our totally free guide, Five Easy Ways to Grow Your Email List. You can get your hands on it at jkemaillist.com. That's right, a guide that will get you started help you understand why email lists matter, and teach you to know what to send. My biggest business regret is not starting an email list sooner, so this episode is dedicated to not letting you make the same mistake. Head to jkemaillist.com and get growing that list of yours. Now, what do you say? Are you guys ready to jump into today's episode? Let's do it. Hey, gold Diggers! Today I have on the show with me Lauren Handel-Zander. She is the co-founder and chairwoman of the Handel Group, an international corporate consulting and life coaching company. Her coaching methodology, the Handel Method, is taught in over 35 universities and institutes of learning all around the world, including MIT's Stanford Graduate School of Business and NYU. And as if that wasn't impressive enough, she is also the author of Maybe It's You, Cut the 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 Crap, Face Your Fears, Love Your Life, and it was just released this April... I am getting this book for myself and my team. It is a no-nonsense practical manual that helps readers figure out not just what they want out of life, but how to actually get there. She's spent 20 years coaching thousands of private and corporate clients, including executives at Vogue and AOL. She has been a featured expert in a million places, including the New York Times, BBC, Forbes, Dr. Oz, Marie Claire, and she is a regular contributor to both Businessweek and the Huffington Post, and... Oh my gosh, we are in for a treat with this whippersnapper. She is coming at us live from her bustling New York City office, and we are just so thrilled. So welcome to the show, Lauren. It's really my pleasure. Come on. I'm just so excited to hang out with you. So let's start at the very beginning. And will you kind of walk us through how you got to where you are, what your method is, and how did you discover it?
1: Okay, I always have to start with I was an environmental science major. I'm almost 50. And so back in the day when I was going to college, I was certain that someone better save the environment, right? And regardless of the fact that I was not really a scientist, (laughs) I decided I was going to head for that subject matter. And ultimately ended up working for the United Nations Global Environment Facility. Like I had, like in my early twenties, I made it, right? Like I was in the right spot, right time, right era. Except I had this one terrible problem. I hated the work, right? Like I loved the mission and the meaning, mm-hmm. but did not enjoy my little cubicle, the people in the cubicles around me. Like I was really kind of screwed and unhappy, even though I was doing the right thing. And then, so that really is a fair, like, oops. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then I woke, so I woke up around when I was 22 and had a revelation. And the revelation goes like this. I used to be kill the people, save the trees. (laughs) And then I figured out that I was dead wrong, that the trees are fine. It's that the people don't see the trees. Mm -hmm. and that I had worked on the wrong thing my whole life and that I needed to double back and get a life and go after really getting the people to see the trees. Like, what's up with the humans that they don't see this? What's up with me that I don't see this? What's up with everything, right? And trust me, I was a lying, cheating, smoking cigarettes, like bad girl who also agreed humans sucked, and so did I. Okay? Make
0: sense? (laughs)
1: Yes. Okay. So then, you know, now that I'm 48, I can make 47 turning 48. I can make fun of this pretty quickly. And so then in that moment of really figuring out I had done all the wrong work, I took a big U-turn and started dealing with self-help, like the whole industry. What was there? Where was it? Right. And then really started working on it, not reading lots of books, not doing like I really just jumped into the only company that I had ever found and start to work for them that did any self-help work. And then my joke is I worked for them for about seven years and ran away screaming, which is not a funny joke, but a true joke. (laughs) Right. In which case you might want to know the name of the company, but that's not fair. Right. That's not exactly fair, but you could go Google me and figure it out. But anyway, my, then my joke in my twenties was I literally stayed in that company for seven years and figured out everything not to be right. Like everything not to be Yep. Right? Make the list. <laughs> and I didn't even know that was the education I was getting, right? I had no idea. I was figuring out the company. I never knew I was going to own a company, build a build a company and have a vision about what I wanted to do on earth. I was still such a puppy. Right. Like Mm -hmm. like ambitious, cared about fixing things and having purpose and meaning, you know, and fun, but had no idea what that was going to look like. So then spend seven years at that company. And then I went out on my own when I was 28. Like I'd rather and then that place was a lot of group think. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'd rather I'd rather save one person at a time and really do it than pretend I was changing the world when I wasn't. And so that began my process of figuring out how to change an individual and what did they need and what did they need to think about and what did I handle and what did I, you know, like what's what in making real change so a person is truly proud and happy with their lives. In which case, I birthed the Handel Method, right? Like that was the real birth process of like starting to work one-on-one. And then for five years, I worked one-on-one with individuals and rocked them. And then at around the fifth year, I wanted to know if I could teach someone else what I had learned. Like, did I know something that I could transfer or was I some wacky unicorn who had special gifts,
0: (laughs) right? And probably a mix of both, right? No, I
1: refuse (laughs) to be. I am a goofball, right? (laughs) I look a little like a cartoon character and act like one too, right? It's no joke, though it's worth making fun of. And then anyway, so then I, I literally developed a method and a process and went into MIT because I had done really good work on a professor, like so then I started to build a vision for a company that honored, you know, what could be possible, right? What could be possible mm-hmm. for a school of thought, for helping individuals have great lives, for how to break into businesses and make it an honest culture. So then birthed the whole method and now we have about sixty employees and it's it's rocking, right? And I finally wrote the book last, you know, in the last two <laughs> years, you know, I did everything before I wrote the book, right? But I could actually sit yeah. down and make the 10 books in me because I already did the 20 years of work to write the 10 books. And I never sat down to write the books first. Now I'm going to write all the books. Absolutely. So that's, did that,
0: <laughs> that's exciting. Is that what's next?
1: I already have the next book proposal that I'm madly in love with, which is I had to write the date. So the handle method, maybe it's you is really like the basic one oh one to wake up. Yeah. And get a blueprint of yourself that can kind of cut to the chase and really like mm-hmm. street talk you into your soul and getting a life that you designed. Right. Like a very and Incredible. it's like short. It's shorthand. Right. It's 20 years of work, but a lot of mm-hmm. like my best, funniest shorthand I could give you. And it's all so you could do the next book and the next book is all about love. Right, which is like finding soulmates, believing in love, like freeing your sex. Like, could I get people out of the Puritan lying era?
0: (laughs) I love that mission. So can you give our listeners like a mini walkthrough of the method and like how they could kind of start to unleash that in their lives now? Just how to start to use what you teach a little bit to figure out their purpose and their calling? So the biggest problem... And what
1: I, like, what is our special sauce is that we break you into your inner dialogue. Like, you are screwed, Mm. stuck. You have a narrative, whether you know your narrative uh, or not, right? That is the rub right? That you don't even know Mm -hmm. what you said to yourself about your husband, about your job, about your body, about like what you're saying to yourself, how you talk to yourself, whether you hear it or not, there is nothing more important than that, you know, place on earth. Yeah. Okay. So now imagine everything I'm about to tell you is how to break into that place so that you can drive and have a GPS with your own life, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so I'm teaching you, where's the GPS, right? How come I'm still using maps, (laughs) right? (laughs) And anybody want to use a map ever again as long as you live? The answer is no, thank you, right? And I can't even read them if I could read them and I'm not smart enough or can't see them. Okay, so anyway, I break, so there's three sections in the first homework and this is all in the book. And I lay it out in great, honest stories, like I got some of the coolest people to reveal all their truths. So the reason it'll even go in better is because it's true. It's mm-hmm. not like created for you. So you believe me, but it isn't real. This is damn real. And every one of my stories is just as real. So we all get naked in this book. Yes. Okay. So the first thing we do is I break life out into 12 different areas. And I ask you to be accountable for a vision or a dream in each of the 12 areas. And then I ask you to rate your current life against that vision and to explain to me, according to you, what's between you and that eight, nine or 10, right? Like this ideal state, like what do you blame it all on? What do you think yeah. your reasons are? What do you think is wrong with the world? Like, oh dear God, do you have a <laughs> dissertation under why you can't have that dream or why that dream has problems, right? Mm-hmm. And and then you'll even find out you can't write a dream if your life depended on it, right? Your dream right. is riddled with what you really think. And so what I'm doing is helping you get clear about higher consciousness, like your higher self versus everything your lower self thinks, right? And I'm getting it all on one page so fast, you didn't know you could like deal with yourself so quickly. <laughs>
0: it's like therapy. It's, literally. Uh,
1: it's actually much more obnoxious than therapy because <laughs> therapy actually wants to hear all your cockamamie stories and I want to harpoon them. I love it.
0: Okay, so that's section- I love getting to the point like this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. And then the second section is what I call your parents, like parent traits. So your parents have personalities, positive and negative. Right? Every single one of their traits, like, which is their own special flavor. Right. Like my father is stubborn. My father is a lawyer Mm -hmm. and ran a law firm since he was 30 in Manhattan. And he is stubborn, which means you get one (laughs) chance to tell him what you think. And if he doesn't agree, you will be shut down and cry. Right. Nobody understands. Right. And then the question is, how does that trait live in me? Right. I'm sure you all can't imagine I have that trait. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. So then traits are from lineage and heritage, right? So all of a sudden you're going back to the beginning of time, right? And how your mother and father positively and negatively have designed like those personality traits you've been reacting to your whole life, right? They've right. So I make you start to pin the tail on your own donkey, Right. Like, how do you have them? Are you avoiding them? Like, so my mother, you know, ha 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 (laughs) really is vain. Right. Like you are as good as you look. Skinnier is better. And yes, you can judge a book by its cover. Charming, right? Right. Charming. (laughs) You want to you want to be raised by that woman? You're going to feel like a dog who needs (laughs) primping. Can you imagine how I felt about the 20 pounds I kept overweight to screw my mother, who was perfect? (laughs) Yeah, nobody can imagine. Uh, And can you imagine my environmentalism might have had something to do with the fact that I grew all my hair out? You know, under my arm, like I smell. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And moved. I like it. Okay. So, (laughs) and do you understand? Screw my mommy as a reaction is not a great life plan. Right. Okay, so anyway, so in the second section, you start to see how you have no choice or how you've rewired your parents' traits into your life versus figured out how to really design your life with those traits. And so anyway, there's a lot of like birds with one stone, like I'm coming for you, I'm coming for your relationship with your parents, and I'm coming for you to start to figure out you can deal with your personality in lots of different ways. Mm -hmm. Okay. Love it. And so I also make you deal with their marriage traits Mm -hmm. because you, even though you don't want to admit it, right, will figure out you're dating your father, reacting to your mother. You are your mother dating like whatever. Mm -hmm. There is a shorthand that you need to cut to the chase and it all happens in the trait work and traits are more like operating systems. They're not going anywhere, but you can dial them. Right. So if you're really stubborn, you can get your stubbornness down to a two instead of it operating at a justified nine. Right. So anyway, so you get all into that because that's critical to being true to those dreams you wrote in the first section. That's your personality. You got to deal with your Right. So and all of this explains everything. Right. You'll see so clearly what I see. It's embarrassing how fast I'll make you smart. Right. (laughs) And then the final section, which nobody appreciates, but I'm going to try and make it sound great. Okay.
0: (laughs) Sell it to me. Sell it to me. (laughs) It's
1: called hauntings. You're haunting memories, everything in you. Like, so go back through those 12 Mm -hmm. areas of life and start to figure out you're haunted by memories. Mm -hmm. And you think you're haunted for certain reasons. And by the time I'm done with this section in the book, you'll find out you're haunted for very different reasons, okay? Mm -hmm. And then this is when I will introduce the most disgusting truth about humans, which we really need a sense of humor about, called We're All Liars. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See hauntings, traits, and areas of life, and how you talk about life, and it's like the whole thing connects to a lower Mm -hmm. self. Yes. And then you start to uncover fear moodiness and the way you generalize theories and I will mm-hmm. you know and how all of that will stop you from fulfilling on your dreams. Like there is no way to have a real mission if you're lost in that mess. And I do have a name for that mess. It's called Kakamemi. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so then the the other good news is we will be laughing the whole way through. Yeah, like I'm, I am closer to George Carlin than I am to <laughs> You know. <laughs> a kind, nice therapist who really understands it was all your
0: mother's fault. I can't wait to walk through this. So how does this impact your like ability to be the mother and the wife that you desire to be? Like are you so aware of the traits that you possess and how your children are possessing them or what does that look like?
1: Well the good news is is I honest to God love my husband. Like, when we sit in parent conferences, right? Yeah. (laughs) Which we do. For all three of them, right? Every single, like, it's like I raise my hand, he raises his hand, right? Like, oh, that's me, oh, that's me, oh, that's me, oh, that's me.
0: So. uh, All the good stuff, right? All the, no,
1: no, no. All of it, (laughs) right? The good news about David and I is we don't, I am not trying to control my kids. Mm -hmm. I'm really not. I'm not trying to control straight A's there's a right way to be, you better go to college. I am not trying to control my 15-year-old sex life, right? Mm -hmm. I would much prefer her tell me everything than me tell her what I think she should do. Mm-hmm. And y'all could read in the book, When I Lost My Virginity, <laughs> but you will not be proud of me. But I, like, I tell the truth, right? So mm-hmm. I'm raising truth tellers and freedom fighters and that you'll live with what you choose. And mm-hmm. she's doing great. Like, they're doing great. And then I have one kid who, you know, doesn't care about <laughs> school. I have one kid who gets straight A's and because he cares all by himself. And then I have a daughter we can't quite tell yet.
0: Hey, I love that. And I mean, we don't have children yet, but we often, you know, think about like, what kind of parents are you going to be in? And I really am excited to work through your method because I think what, like you said, like so much of that comes from our own parenting experiences, from our parents and from the limiting beliefs that we possess. And, oh, this is like so good. I could eat this up. And then the greatest,
1: quickest, like what's my best advice for parenting Mm -hmm. is to have a hot marriage. Mm -hmm.
0: There is
1: nothing more important, like nothing more important than kids growing up in a house where two parents like want to screw each other, want to (laughs) like lick each other, see each other late at night. Like if sex dies in your marriage and it all becomes roommates and managing all for the children, Mm -hmm. that is the Petri dish of unhappiness and boredom and control. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the more you can tell the truth about whatever you did. Right. Like my daughter really knows everything I did and I cheated. Right. Like I was not a good kid. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm not pretending I was. So she'd be one. Right. I'm telling her what I was and how it impacted me so she could choose whatever she wants. And it's going great. Right. I'm very, and we just took my kid, everybody brace yourselves, breathe. I'm going to say something (laughs) you're not going to like. Right. But we just took my 15 year old to Burning Man for the first time. Right. Mm -hmm. Like anyway. Right. And she had the (laughs) best time of her life. Right. It's just like, so I recommend you invent what happiness is in the area of family and any of yours, and then be willing to represent it. Right. Versus Mm -hmm. like stoic reactionary, like it better be happy and
0: love. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So if a listener wanted to like start the journey towards their best life right now, what do you think is like the lowest hanging fruit that a lot of us aren't taking advantage of? Or like what's an impactful change that we could start making today?
1: If you would start to trail your own inner dialogue Mm -hmm. in one area that you're suffering if you if you're still yelling at your 10 pounds mm-hmm. if you're still defending your exhaustion and not happy at work and it's somebody's fault like it's like in an area you pick one area you're suffering and put a little timer in your phone right mm-hmm. or every time you pee Right, write down what your inner dialogue said about your boss, about your life, about your tushy in the shadow, right? As you mm-hmm. walk down the hall, like start to hear how you talk to yourself mm-hmm. and figure out, you're not going to like this part, figure out one promise for one month, right? Like I'll stop eating bread <laughs> all like no carbs all day. <laughs> right? Like eat every, like shut up and do one thing. Yes. Shut up and do one thing and hear that inner dialogue. And then listen to that inner dialogue, try and talk you into a cookie. Like start Mm -hmm. to stop being friends with that inner dialogue in an area you're suffering and start to see what it's doing for a living and how it lives, Mm -hmm. justifies. And I tell you, your higher self needs to kick that thing's butt. And Mm -hmm. I have never met a human who doesn't know what I'm talking about in 13 seconds, except has done shit about it. Mm -hmm.
0: Anyway. Hey, hey, sorry to jump in here, but I wanted to pop back in with a dose of encouragement and a little extra something something for you. You probably keep hearing top marketers say it's all in the list. It's all in the list. And you're wondering what list they are talking about. Surely it cannot be your to do list that's a mile long. They are talking about email lists and rightfully so. Email marketing is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And to celebrate that simple fact, I created a totally free guide, five easy ways to grow your email list. And you can get your hands on it for free at jkemaillist.com. Again, hop to jkemailist.com to get your guide, hit pause, get your hands on it, and get more resources all devoted to growing that email list of yours. And then, of course, you can jump back into this awesome episode. I love that. Well, and I think a lot of times we just were embarrassed of our inner dialogue. It's things we would never say out loud as human beings because sometimes the things that we say to ourselves are disgusting. I mean, they're terrible, So how, like, when you start having those thoughts, like, how have you or how do you help equip people to, like, change that conversation? Does it just start with awareness? Here's
1: the bit. You know how when you look at your hand, you're not like, I am my hand? Yes. And then you even can make fun of it. Like, oh, I got short, fat knuckles. Right? <laughs> right, like, and then you understand that you want to go get a manicure and that you need, like, it needs editing and grooming and, and it's like mm-hmm. part of you, but not you, and you are something much greater than your, like, you are, you are a soul, you are much different than the hand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hi everybody. You all have minds. You are not your mind. You need to take over at it, like you wouldn't let your bush grow big maybe, right? Like what are you letting that inner dialogue do? Uh-huh. I am not kidding. Absolutely. Okay, so you are not your inner dialogue and until you take over your inner dialogue, you don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. We are mostly walking around unconscious.
0: Absolutely, oh, a 100%. Pretending
1: we're conscious. But it's all because we're hiding our relationship to that inner dialogue, and we think we are our inner dialogue, or we even think that inner dialogue is God. Like, it said I had to eat the cookie, (laughs) right? I'm sad. It's my mother's fault. I eat cookies because she does. Eat cookie. And I'm like, hello, anybody want to wake up? Anybody want to figure out that that voice is like a hangnail? Right. Yes. Anyway, nice. so that's kind of the revelation. I like buy my book. Let's go. It's not yes. that hard. We are. Oh, I'm ready. We are, I'm ready. <laughs> and, and the funniest part is we are meant to like humans are so much greater than they're getting to be. Mm -hmm. And that fear is really what's stopping us. Like, it's so, like, you don't have any idea how much fear, like, keeps us hidden, keeps us small, keeps us listening to that voice, eating cookies, having a cocktail, not going out on the date, not asking what we want. Like, we can't even ask our husband, who we've been sleeping with forever, how to touch us the right way. Like, we can't even speak up in that moment. Like, are you kidding? Mm -hmm. Who's in charge in there? Absolutely. Anyway, so that's my shtick.
0: I love it. Well, and I I've been working on like releasing limiting mindsets and like changing that conversation because yeah. I feel like so many times we play the victim in our own lives. Yeah. And I think that you're never going to move forward if you keep playing that role. Like you got to stop. And so, what would you say in terms of like a powerful female entrepreneur and like someone who just went for it and figured it out along the way, what would you say to women that are like holding themselves back?
1: Oh, (laughs) the most important thing is that you have a dream and the dream is worth more than your fear. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I made this awesome program for Mind Body Green, where like for $49, I did a whole video course on the ingredients of an entrepreneur. And I was clearly talking to women. You'll get it in a minute. But like, mm-hmm. there really are traits that are required. And a relationship to those traits so you can focus on the trait itself and growing. So, so the biggest problem is that if you don't have what you're focused on or what you're doing today or how you're going to go about doing it, you can't create, you know, your personality and momentum to get in line with being a rainmaker or being maniacal or being honest and transparent and clear about what you want right? There's how to focus yourself. So you're being true to yourself and not being true to your cockamamie. Mm-hmm. And really I need to structure you into that. Like, you know, no different than what are you doing at nine o'clock and when do you exercise and when do you eat and when do you brush your teeth? We really need like there's hardware and software. Hardware is the structures and the right conversations to be in and software is how you implement your personality into that question. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, and so you need both like left brain and right brain, right? So girls, ladies, right. You must have a structure where it's forcing you to be your best self because it's asking the right questions. It's breaking into your daily life, like moment to moment. Mm -hmm. And you're also, And then you better have an accountability buddy. Don't do this alone, right? Like if you're not, like every single day of my life, I send my daily plan. I call it my design day, like how I design my day. I design my day before 10 a.m. and I send it to someone and I answer how I did at the end of the day. And if I am below an eight on a scale of one to 10, I not only say why, but I say what I'm going to do differently the next day.
0: Mm -hmm. And then I
1: answered to that. So do you hear how much I'm still managing over managing myself to be great? Yeah. I mean, you you have
0: to, I think.
1: It's like, when don't you need to brush your teeth?
0: Right. Right.
1: When don't you need to create your day? You know, when do I need to stop keeping my promise to have sex with my husband twice a week? Right. Right. Like uh, it's called never. (laughs) I I don't even know if we get out when we're dead. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I really want my team to work through this together in a sense of making it like our priority for this year, because I feel like too, when you can kind of face those things and get honest about them, then it really can help you be in check with yourself about like, what is really happening in my life or where is this coming from? So my big curiosity then is what are the main differences you find between males and females that work through this? That's a great question. I want to know so I can help my uh, husband. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or so yeah. he can help himself, I guess. Um, God. I'm sorry. That is totally no, 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 an unscripted no, no, no. question. No no no. no, no, no. It's
1: an awesome question. No one's going to like my answer. Go for it. Men are better at it. Mm-hmm. They're better at it because their relationship to success... And I need to make the money. I need to get the business where like their relationship to wanting the results and having like a masculine relationship to being a rainmaker, pushing themselves, doing anything that works to like be mm-hmm. successful mm-hmm. is and open to like help. Like that guy who comes to me is like, help me.
0: Yeah. And I'm and ready. What do, I,
1: <laughs> what do I do? And so if I have enough practical Right. Even if I tell you to meditate, they listen. So a man who wants to achieve and feels like he's entitled to achieve, as opposed to a chick who can be a little more intimidatable, emotional about it's not fair in the world, right? Like they, I have to do a lot more talking to a girl to talk her into her power yep. than how quickly a man believes in his.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That doesn't surprise me at all, to be honest. I think that's, that is what I was almost expecting. I feel like when women start breaking things down, there are a lot of things in their life that they don't even realize are holding them back that are, you know?
1: Yeah, they're, and they buy into their drama. Whereas if I tell a man, you know, listen, you need to have sex with your wife twice a week, you know, or I'm going to take away your drinks. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm coming for your alcohol, and it better be good. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Like, it's not, and it better be good, and you better come back with evidence for how it was good. (laughs) That would mean she said something. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay. Right? Right? Whereas if I tell a girl, sorry, woman, right? Like, Oh my kids, and then I wasn't able to. Right, like her ability yeah. to not go. I can check the box, and that would be fun. And right, like I have to do three more very expensive phone calls to get the girl to keep the promise.
0: Absolutely, I, I'm you sure. understand,
1: and because she believes her drama a hundred times more than he could just. You know, go to the gym, meditate. Like, he believes he has more power.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so, ladies, ladies, I think
1: you should get listen. terribly offended. <laughs> that is mortifying. Because, you know what? I honestly believe that you want to hear a very funny, arrogant joke I make. Yes. I like, for, for the women. Let's do it. Hey, ladies, don't tell the men. But, thank God they were first because would we have built those buildings? Would we have figured out the banking system? Would we be engineering? Would we have built all the subways? Like, thank God they built everything and, and even like organized much of it <laughs> because now we can emotionally come in and be truer selves, higher. Mm-hmm. And like, we couldn't have done all that physical labor. Right.
0: Amen. Right. men.
1: Right. I got for them. And now it's time to like take over. What does the like the whole world need to be mm-hmm. happy and health like love? Can we get us ruling the education system, us stopping the armies like women are so, so much better prepared to rule now? Mm-hmm. I didn't say we're online. We're far from online, but I can see why I needed the men to go first.
0: Absolutely. So what are your biggest tips for fighting personal pollution? Like first kind of explain what your definition of personal pollution is, because I know it's something you often talk about, but, and then share kind of what the tips are towards fighting that in our lives.
1: So personal pollution is everything in your backyard. Right. Which means no one's coming to save that mother of yours. No one's coming. Like no one. If you're not committed to fixing your relationship with your mother, fixing your relationship with finances as a family. Right. Like, are you turning into the Rockefellers? Are you like, you know, abandoning family members? Right. Like, what is your dream? Who are you? Where are you about your family? Who came in with you? The friends you've ever had, the story of your life right? Yep. And all the who cares, leave it for dead. It's not spiritual. I don't have to clean up any of it. I'm divorced now. Who cares about that ex-husband, ex-wife? Like, like there's so much pollution that everyone's like leaving in the river, yep. leaving in the air, and only you can clean it, right? Only you can find deep meaning in solving those puzzles, right? Spiritually speaking. And so I, you know, as I help a person get happy in their life, like, really happy, make the money they want, get skinny, get the man they want, two babies later, right? Like, get the company to grow the way you want the company to grow. Really. Like, we do all of that. My alchemy, the exchange rate, is would you please clean up your yard, your, your world, so that the whole world is a better place? Because nobody's coming for your area. No one's coming for my area. Right. And so I'm trying to talk people into that emotional intelligence of caring about everything and everyone that you touch and reach.
0: I think that's amazing. Do you have any, I'm just curious personally, do you have any rituals or habits or exercises or anything that you do just to kind of keep yourself in alignment with those bigger dreams and kind of eliminate that self-talk?
1: I actually do my homework every year, right? Like, so I, are you kidding? I'm so through it again. (laughs) Like, you're like, you try and not have my dreams. My (laughs) dreams live up my nose. They are, they're (laughs) like, like punching me. Right. Like I, I talk about them. I'm in them. I'm held to account for them. I have a girl's group, like a women's group Mm -hmm. that hold me accountable. Like I, if I explain the women's group that I'm in and how I run it, y'all should do it. Right. You should copy it immediately. It's awesome. I would say that I have a women's group and every eight weeks we get together and I create the homework for all of us, but I have to do it. Mm -hmm. It's always connected to what we're fulfilling on all these eight women. They're eight hot women, like up to different things in their lives, not all the same and different, you know, this one has kids. This one's never been like a different eight. Like we're all influencing each other. Yeah. And, um, you get a buddy And you have to keep all, you have to create a plan in that six weeks of promises you're going to make to fulfill on whatever we're up to during those six weeks. If you break a promise, you owe $10 to the pot. I love it. And um, at the end of those six weeks, one of the team wins because they come back with the best results. It's cool. Right. So it's kind of like, I call it witch, like we're a bunch of witches, like wishing to be witches. We're a bunch of witches and we're, and this is my version of gambling.
0: I love it. Okay. So,
1: so I would, I, I recommend, um, getting a tribe together and kicking each other's ass and figuring out how to do it together.
0: Awesome. My final question for you, and this is something I'm just curious about is, Do you find, especially when working with people like in their 20s and 30s, that they don't even know what their dreams are or their dreams are so heavily influenced by things like the media and social media that they can't even like communicate that? Because I feel like we are so much more impressionable than we let on to. And I feel like social media does a really good way of tricking us into thinking we know what our dreams are, but really it's just recreations of other people's lives. Does this um, resonate I, at all?
1: <laughs> I would re based on what I've been like. So I get sent, and I get sent lots of twenty somethings. Mm-hmm. Especially because I work with the parents, or over time I've been around the grownups yep. who then have the kids, right? Or yep. kids are finding me, and it and it really is. And I also remember I coach in college. And I've been in colleges for my for the twenty years I've been in college, yeah. Um, working with them, um, I wish it was society as much as it's parents. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, oh dear, I wish it was society. It really is parent domination mm-hmm. of right and wrong, and even the kids' reaction to wanting to save their parents, please their parents, hate their parents, mm-hmm. right? Like reaction to rents, and then it is stunningly cute stunningly cute Mm -hmm. how like they're in the middle of going to being an accountant but really they love food and chefing and being around food yep and like going you should follow your heart not your head and how easy it is for them to get the method quicker than a grown-up okay right so the pivot in the 20s Mm -hmm is stop doing what really pleases someone else that you're trying to make it with that you think is good for others or society or obligatory Mm -hmm. and start to figure out what's in your heart. Mm -hmm. And I, the language I use, it'll be in the new book for love, but it also works for career, is you have a head, you have a heart, and you have a (laughs) hoo-ha.
0: I love it. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I want you in my ear like every day. I feel like this is just so good. And
1: we walk around like there is only a 100% to divide up like delegates mm-hmm. between the head, the heart, and the hoo-ha. Mm-hmm. And we don't understand that the head gets 100% of what it wants, the heart gets 100% of what it wants, and the hoo-ha gets 100% of what it wants. And then as long as it's like an 8.5 or better on the scale mm-hmm. of compromise, not a lot of compromise, mm-hmm. right? That that is being true to yourself and let each one start to say what it needs. Like your head wants money. It cares mm-hmm. about where it lives. It wants us doorman. I don't care right? Your heart wants to feel like it makes a difference. It matters. Mm -hmm. And your hoo-hot thinks you're goddamn cool. (laughs) You are sexy. This (laughs) is interesting. Anyway, so it's, it's very much wake up humans. We're so much cooler than we're being.
0: Yes, absolutely. So can you share what your current reality quiz is and how we can all take it?
1: Ah, okay. So we're, this is like one of the easiest gifts, gifts, wink, wink gifts we give. I'm ready. Right. What a gift. Right. Oh, I'm re-
0: it is a gift. I'm ready.
1: <laughs> By the, so basically it's like the questions, you know, cause questions are very leading everyone, right? If I ask I you the right question, I've just led you into the right answer. Yeah. Right. So questions are brilliant. Um, So anyway, this is a questionnaire that if you download, you can answer and it starts to have you figure out like the most important area of your life that you're either dealing with or not dealing with or, and then it rates the kind of the other areas. So you start to go through all these questions and one, you start to get to know me very quickly because you're answering those questions. Yep. And I would bet you, you're not asking yourself these questions all the time. Yeah. And so very quickly, before you know it, I've seduced you into caring about that area <laughs> of your life radically.
0: Yes. So answer that questionnaire
1: and see be surprised at what area is the most important area for you to like really fix first that would change the rest of your life radically.
0: Amazing. And we'll link to the current reality quiz in the show notes at golddiggerpodcast.com. So, Lauren, where can everybody find you and connect with you and purchase your uh-huh. book? I'm ordering um, it for every person on my team today. Uh, oh, I'm so excited. So I'm true and I'm going to report back our results as well.
1: And here ready. I I'm, yes. I'm going to make you an offer that I really do mean. Okay you do the book or you do the whole assignment, those three areas of life, right? Like, you know what I mean, right? The thing I explained, you do that. And I owe you a free session of laying out what I see, because that's really like one session with me after I lay that out, will rock your little world.
0: I'm ready. I'm so ready. Like I am so pumped about it. I already texted my team. We're all in. (laughs) So where can we connect with you and find everything about you? Okay.
1: So I am handelgroup.com h-a-n-d-e-l group.com. I'm Lauren Handel Zander. See that? Maybe it's you is the name of our book, right? Maybe it's you cut the crap, face your fears, love your life. You can Barnes and Noble online everywhere, right? It's amazon.com. You can order that book. I'm sure it's so cheap by now. It's hysterical.
0: <laughs> it's hysterical. To us, right?
1: Please get it. It really works. And I also recommend if, you know, not to slow yourself down, but if you could do that with a buddy yep. who really will do it with you, it will change your life and be an amazing conversation to engage in, laugh at, make fun of me, like get a <laughs> sense of humor and deal with yourself. And then the other thing that's really a good deal it's called Inner You, right, which is literally 10 hours of my coaching sessions, like the perfectly designed session plus the online homework yep. to walk you through the whole thing. And there's an online community, like you can get a buddy, you can have free coaching sessions where you like, it's so good, I'm giving it
0: away, people. Amazing. So
1: InnerYou.com, Handel Group, or maybe it's you buy the book by all means.
0: Guys, we got to take advantage of this. I think there is something so powerful, Lauren, about the way I feel like even through just hearing your voice, I can feel just how you own yourself. And I think that it just doing that gives people the permission to do that as well. And I think that is such a gift. And so I am just so thankful. I know you are a busy, busy woman. Thank you for spending time with us. What a gift. Like I'm so excited.
1: Thank you. You know, it's only as good as it works, right? It's only oh, it's as good as it work. gets out. Like, it's only as good as we unite ladies. They right? Or, and a few good men. And right?
0: a few good men. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Gold Digger. Dive into show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. You gold digging dream chaser, you.